Hi, this is Joe's Corner 76. I'll be commenting on the human condition. In order to change it, we have to be engaged. Canada, you decide. We are now being offered the choice to change the course of Canada's future. There are two roads we can go down. One, on to more debt, the loss of our freedoms, economic ruin, socialism, and a woke society where some will be more equal than others. This will become a society that values the collective will and abhors individual mediocrity. Insignificance will be the norm and mediocrity will be cherished. The other path is one of transparent government that responds to the people and acknowledges it was elected to serve the public, not themselves. It knows it's your money, not theirs, and they are accountable to you. It works through Parliament, not through rule by decree by closing Parliament. I have heard so many people say, all politicians are crooks, and it doesn't matter who gets in power, and I'm not voting since it doesn't make a difference. You can make a difference by voting for change, and you should know how many ridings were won or lost by less than a few hundred votes. I'm really tired of people bitching about the government's actions. And when I ask if they voted, they say no. I feel like saying to you, you got what you deserve. You have to ask yourself, why did Trudeau call an election in the midst of a pandemic with a fourth wave coming? The other parties didn't want it, nor did the public. When asked why, he has no answer. He doesn't want to say it's because of his vanity. Are you going to reward him? Ask yourselves, do I really feel Trudeau and the Liberals are going to make my life better in the long run? Here are some facts you should think about before you decide whether to vote or not and for whom. Trudeau became Liberal leader because they had no one else. And so the party thought, let's hope the name will do something for us. And it did. Remember, Trudeau had no track record, so he really didn't earn the leadership based on a record. When he picked his cabinet, he was asked why half were women. And he said, because it's 2015. An intelligent leader would have looked at the talent available to him and chose the best candidate regardless of sex. He didn't, and in many cases, some of the choices rose to the levels of their own incompetence. When I compare the two main leaders, I see O'Toole serving in the military, earning a law degree, being elected to Parliament, and showing his competence in various portfolios. Trudeau came from a privileged background and had no experience or intellectual depth to be Prime Minister. You must decide if you want Mr. Selfie Sunny Ways that have dimmed or competent le leadership. Trudeau has said he doesn't worry about monetary policy. He has a track record to prove this. When he was first elected, he promised a budget surplus at the end of his first term. 
we had billion dollar deficits. The pandemic came along and he spent billions and we needed this re support, but he never mentioned a plan to pay it back. He's spending billions now more and he has no economic recovery plan that shows how we will grow, create jobs and pay for the debts he's incurred. The Conservatives have released a plan that fully lines their position on the recovery, deficit reduction, and as important, a plan to grow the economy and increase employment. Our economy is not growing. It shrank 0.3% in the second quarter of 2021. On an annual basis, this is a 1.1% decrease versus the forecast of a 22.5% increase in the economy. Do we need a change? Inflation has hit 4.2%. This level hasn't been seen in 20 years. This is just the average, but look at some of the prices that affect the average family. Gas up 3.25%, pork 9.3%, chicken 8.4%, vehicles at 7.2%, appliances 5.3%. Is Trudeau trying to get prices to match his inflated eagle? Interest rates are at a historic low now, but be very aware of what happens when they increase. Trudeau doesn't care. Promises to Indigenous people have not been met in the areas of clean water, housing, and settlement of land claims, as well as any real progress in the murder of Indigenous women. He is great at showing grief over the buried children, but does nothing about the living. The Conservatives want to work with the Indigenous people to improve their economic lot through getting them involved in the resource sector and other areas so they can achieve economic prosperity. They need well-paying jobs, just as we do. I am one who questions the Liberals' management of the COVID crisis. Based on the information available to them, we should have closed our borders in January and not used political correctness to lecture the population that our attitudes were racist and there was no real danger. I state unequivocally that had there been faster action, I truly believe that the lockdown would not have been as long, nor would there have been as many deaths or COVID outbreaks. Mr. Trudeau claims to be a feminist. Here are a few incidents that confirms he's not. Judy Wilson-Raybo and Jane Philpott were two strong women who stood up to him and he removed them from cabinet. He screamed at Selena Cesar Chavanez when she said she wasn't running again. He elbowed NDP member Ellen Brousseau when she was in the way. He told a reporter he, he couldn't have he wouldn't have groped her if he knew she was with a major news outlet. He claims to be anti-racist, yet he was brown-faced a number of times. Isn't it odd how he got a pass from the liberal press? There is no way a conservative could have survived this. I'm so tired of Mr. Two-Face lecturing me on what a racist society we live in. He tried to rely on the Chinese for a vaccine 
and they turned him down. We didn't really get any action until June. We were at the end of the line for vaccines, and we were lucky to get enough. Don't let Trudeau claim he did a great job in managing the pandemic. It was just luck. We're not out of the woods yet, with a fourth wave coming. Just how many COVID cases are still coming into Canada? I don't know. He said carbon taxes would increase beyond $50. But they are on track to go to $170 per tonne. He, along with all previous governments, have never met the targets they set, and neither will he. Here, all of the politicians need to acknowledge that fossil fuels are here to stay on 2040, until 2040 or longer, and that the proposed wind and solar energy are not strong enough to meet our energy needs. Hydro, nuclear, and natural gas are what we need to reduce carbon emissions now. Tell the climate fascists that. A plan that involves the public, industry, the government, and shows a renewable energy that is reliable and affordable has to be developed. Let's make sure we demand that our pipelines be built to transport our oil and natural gas to the world. We produce the cleanest energy in the world. Our natural gas can replace coal and cut carbon emissions. We need the economic boost to our fund our social and health programs, as well as the job creation it will bring. And let's publicly state that China produces 27% of the pollution, and it has to change along with Russia, the US, and India to see a real change in carbon emissions. Trudeau has said he admires the basic Chinese dictatorship. Our two Michaels have spent 1,000 days in a Chinese prison. Why isn't Meng Wazhou in Canadian prison? Trudeau has not condemned the Chinese government strong enough. He hasn't told Huawei that they will not provide 5G service to Canada. Why not? He hasn't stated that his government will go all out to find alternative countries to trade with who are more in line with our values. He has not spoken about the two Chinese scientists who were fired and why. He hasn't come out and told the universities to cut their ties to any Chinese-funded programs. O'Toole has taken a firm stand on China. Trudeau should hang his head in shame over his handling of Afghanistan. We made promises to the people who helped our military. We said, we have your back. He knew well in advance that these people had to be gotten out. Many were left behind and they faced death or severe punishment. He has lost the confidence of our allies and he seems to have no real use for our military based on his actions towards veterans and his handlings of the purchase of new equipment for the military. His government has not listened to the legitimate concerns about immigration and their impact on Canada. All Canadians need a voice in this. We need a government concerned about national unity and every region of Canada and one that promotes the removal of inter-provincial trade barriers that hamper our prosperity. I'm asking you to think with your head, not your heart. It's been broken twice already. I'm suggesting competence in government. You've had incompetence, so why not change? It's your Canada, 
You decide. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76.